What is up everybody, Jetrusu here and welcome to the last episode of Season 1, The Corner Podcast. Yes, I'm your host, Jetrusu at The Corner Podcast. Um, Wow, 12 episode. It's been a journey to be honest from a physical um, set to an online set like this. Um, it's, it's great that um, we're still able to connect with each other and we're still able to discuss topics and to share experiences like never before. Um. Just want to say out there this, as I say, this is the last episode of season one. There will be more episodes coming soon. So hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you guys have any suggestion for the next video or the next furthermore topics, you will be shout out on the episode. So yeah, if you have any suggestion, please comment right down below or DM us on our Instagram page, thecorner.podcast. While having a break, um, my YouTube channel actually have a new series called Gaming Series. If you're interested on gaming stuff like that, uh, you can guys, you guys can go subscribe to my channel and you guys can watch the latest gaming series with my friends. Um, we'll be playing a lot of games right away, so um, stay tuned actually. And if you have any suggestion for the next few episodes or we have a lot of ideas coming soon. Please DM us on, on Instagram and I'll be appreciated. And there will be new faces and new guests on season two. So stay tuned. And yeah, without further ado, let's kick off the last episode of season one. Welcome back to another episode of The Corner Podcast. I'm your host, Jethro Siu, and The Corner Podcast, where I invited friends and guests to the show and to discuss topics and to share live past experiences, real-life experiences. So, um, as you may know, this is the final episode of Season 1. So, um, this episode, they have some new guests on the show and new faces and new voices on the show. Please welcome my good TA friends. Please welcome Eddie and Sean. Oh. <laughs> Sean, you go first. Hi. <laughs> So my name is Sean. Uh, you can I promote my IG, yeah. Promo, uh, promo. <laughs> you can check me out at it's simply simply cinematic. All right. How about Eddie. All right. So what is up? I'm gonna give myself a very typical YouTuber introduction because that's because why not, right? Stereotypes. So what is up, everybody? My name is Edison Call. Since uh Sean plugged his IG, I'm gonna do the same. Follow me at Edison Call. And if you love fried chicken, do can I plug my podcast? No, go, it's go not. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, if you if you do like listening to content that is not so halal, after all, you can do head over <laughs> to uh, the fried chicken podcast, or we'll be talking about things ranging from anything that is borderline proper to borderline very not proper. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh my goodness. Alright, um if you guys may do not know, um these these two fellas is actually we met at the takeaway Discord server. So if you guys are interested to make new friends, uh you can join at uh, the link right down below. So um as always in the corner podcast, if there's a new guest on a new show, there will be a segment called What's Your Favorite? And this segment is where I ask my guests and what and why. So let's start, shall we? Um so this is a since they are the new guests of the show. So there's only be one question and that question is going to be very hard for them because this question is, what's your favorite Malaysian food? Oh. Does desserts count? No, desserts doesn't count, bro. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's a food. It's yeah, a meal. Mama, does it count? <laughs> you can be... 
Okay, Baggy yeah. go right. Ayam. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so wait, Sean, Sean, what, what's your favorite food again? Baggy go right. Ayam. Oh my god, that's the typical uh, combination. That's the best combination in what, what you get in. Let's go. Oh my goodness. <laughs> can, you, can you tell me why, why you like it so much? I love to torture myself with spicy food. <laughs> well, I'm not going to judge about that, but um, so how about, how about Eddie? Uh, <laughs> when it comes to food, right? I... Uh... <laughs> There's so many choices. I don't know what to pick. But uh, honestly, if I were to pick one out of so many, that one food that I would eat, no matter if it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner, if I'm drunk, if I'm high, if I'm God knows what, nasi lemak, straight up nasi lemak. Oh my goodness! There's my no competition, straight up nasi lemak. My yes. my. Oh my goodness! Oh, uh, because um, to let you guys know, right? It's actually there's a. Uh, I would say throughout 12 episodes, um, most of them are chosen nasi lemak, for sure. Oh! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so the previous episode, uh, Kelvin, uh, he actually shared about how God changed his life, but we are not going to there. But what, what, I'm gonna, what I'm trying to say is his favorite food also, nasi lemak. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Typical, there you have it. There you have it. Oh my goodness. Um, hey, but it's hard to find nice nasi nice lemak these days, you know? Like, it, I feel the grading went down for nasi lemak for a lot of stores. Yeah, it kind of is. Um, kind of. But Eddie, can, can you tell a bit why you like, why is your favorite nasi lemak? Uh, why specifically? Because number one, it's cheap. All right. Yeah, you can dude. get it anywhere for the, yeah, for the price of about like a ringgit or two. Like, I mean, let's leave fried chicken and all that out of the picture, right? Just the, your, your old basic nasi lemak. You can get one for a ringgit or, or like ringgit 50. Eat two packs of that and you're good to go for the day. Alright? And that's like three ringgit. And if you're on a budget and you want to save money and make sure you last through lunch, nasi lemak is one good option. And also when you... You know why nasi lemak? Because like when you don't know what to eat, it's all flavors in one plate. bro. Because <laughs> like, you, you have everything in there. You have everything in there. If you don't like vegetables, you know, there's always moon. <laughs> like cucumber as, as like your, your alternative. I'm not sure. I, I don't like vegetables, so. What? You don't like What? Yeah, he don't, he don't like vegetables. What? You don't like vegetables? I'm going down yeah. there. Smack. Like, it carrots as a snack, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So, oh my god, this is going to be an interesting episode. So, there you have it. Um, What's your favorite segment? Um, So, as you can see, the title, Horror, Real Life Horror Stories. So, not gonna lie, I... To top it off first, I, to be honest, I don't like horror stories. I don't like to play horror games. <laughs> I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of even horror stuff. So, um, I bring up these two guys because they are. I just heard it. They they have some experience with it. So um, <laughs> so um, who gonna start first? Who gonna start first? Sean. Uh, I'll start. I'll start. All right. Okay. Sean, I, I don't so... want to start because I'm sitting in an office alone right now. <laughs> <laughs> mm-mm, 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 no. Alright. Dude, so, I'm in the house alone, bro. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, uh, does not beat an empty floor to yourself, bro. <laughs> this is scary. <laughs> it's gonna be really <laughs> scary. So um just a disclaimer, if you are not a big fan of horror stories, um you can check it out other episodes if you're interested. <laughs> so <laughs> so if you're interested, 
I'm speaking on this one. Y'all got to listen. <laughs> <laughs> so, if so if you're interested in horror stories, keep, just continue with the pod. Uh, huh? So, Sean, take it away. <laughs> okay, so you guys know about <clears throat> the Chinese deities, right? Like how Chinese have different, different deities. Mm. One of them is the keeper of hell, basically. The mm. Hei Pai Wusang. You guys know about that, right? You're not supposed to pray it at home. So, my dad has this deity at home. So, <clears throat> I used to sleep like in my aunt's room, which is right above <laughs> the deity spot, actually. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's a horrible start. Why? It's like an old house. So, like, you know how like the back door to the like the what they call it? It's somewhere like a storeroom-ish area. Okay. Not exactly storeroom. It's like an alleyway area, something like that, right? We pray it right there. It's covered up. Then on top of that, literally the roof on top of that is the other room already. Okay, continue. <laughs> so, okay, this happened for five years straight. <laughs> do you make this up? Uh? It's like getting worse and I'm worse. Not, I'm not making this up. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, continue, continue. So, uh, okay, I moved around a lot. Then later after that, I moved back to my grandma's house just to give you perspective. So, I moved back to my grandma's house around from one. I slept in my aunt's room. When I'm in my aunt's room, every night I get sick paralysis. Okay. For five years, practically every night. Oh my god. How, how, how? How old is that back then? How 13 to 17. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's not good at all. That's 12 to 17 good. actually. 12 to 17. So like around 13 to 17. Around 4 years I had sleep paralysis almost every night. So there's this one night which is the creepiest. At around like uh, I fell asleep around 1am. Then a-, a while later I heard chains. Chains? <laughs> <laughs> you know those like Ching, 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 kind of chains. Okay. As in, am I, I am about to whoop your ass chains or someone yanking at like, rattle, like metal grills chains? Like someone who has been jailed kind of chains. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Continue, continue. So, okay, go on, go on. I, I heard this kind of chains. Then I was like, half awake at time then after that it was sleep paralysis really so I couldn't move I heard my door rattling like <laughs> I tried okay. to wake up my eyes was open right so I cannot see the door because my angle was facing the cupboard well the room's cupboard is like here then the door is there then my PC is actually over there so I heard like from the door then right after that my cupboard swing open Oh my god! <laughs> wait, wait, hold up. So, man went from the door, teleported his ass to the cupboard and opened. Then what's yes. the point of rattling the door? Just open the damn cupboard. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, ta, 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 ta. I was like, what in the shit is happening? Then later, the cupboard bloody flew open. I was like, what in the flying... F- <laughs> Sorry. Go on, go on. And... And then this is very anticlimactic. Like all of this happened, blanket flew over my face. Poop! I fell back to sleep. <laughs> I'm sorry. What is he trying to do? I don't know. 
<laughs> Sean is in the wrong place at the wrong time. He's like, ah, go back to sleep. <laughs> you need to shit. Just go back to sleep. <laughs> no, no. He was like, he was like trying to. He was like, Sean is like not trying. He's he's trying to sleep himself, but he's like, he's like, boy, sleep, boy, sleep. Yeah, putting blanket aside. Okay? Just bam. Good, go, go back to sleep, boy. <laughs> like, oh. It's like a ghost prank gone wrong. This guy just pops up in the cupboard. Surprise! Oh, sh- I'm at the wrong house. <laughs> He's throwing the blanket over him. Like, go to bed, boy. Go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is not even a horror story, my goodness, this is so hilarious. <laughs> it's like it's like a build-up to something very damn stupid, right? <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna change the title, it's gonna be like prank <laughs> prank horror stories. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. Oh god. But you know what happened after that? What happened after that? It's because like this is a normal occurrence, right? For me to have sleep paralysis, right? So, when those things were happening, started out, I was scared. Then after that, I just got bored. Literally just got bored. And can, I was like, in my mind, I was like, please piss off. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> so, did you piss him off after that? No, I, I just woke up. Is my camera blown? Okay. I just woke up. Mm. After that, I just woke up. I was like, what in the hell? <laughs> Like, does this happen to me? Is it a dream? <laughs> it, it, was, it was clearly not a dream because I woke up with my blanket on my face. <laughs> <laughs> for those who are, for those who are listening, if you're guys watching on YouTube, Eddie is actually wiping tears. <laughs> I'm getting teary from laughing, bro. Getting <laughs> teary from laughing. <laughs> I thought this episode is going to be like very spooky and then very horror. I thought I was like, what the heck is happening? Oh my goodness. Wants to, but this is nothing lah. This nothing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I think at this point is like mind blown the whole time. I, I cannot stop imagining this dog. <laughs> goes just oh, pops open the cupboard. Surprise. Oh, sh- <laughs> the wrong house. <laughs> it just closes the door. Puts the blanket over Sean and goes. <laughs> oh my goodness. But, but other than that, right? Do you, do you have uh, do you have other other than this? Like, this there is horror. a lot, actually. I, two similar incidents like that. Same thing. Door rattling. Cupboard opens. I see a shadow. I fall back to sleep again. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it doesn't make also it doesn't make sense. So for me in personal, I never seen a ghost before, but I never seen this kind of stuff before. But but this has okay. How? Uh, how you like, this, I thought you got to be like this has, this has happened. This has, has been happening for like how many years straight, really, You know, so to the point where I'm just like fucking <laughs> done. <laughs> I wanna sleep. Please piss off. <laughs> okay, but normally- so like. But this is what if, normally if it, normally do, does, right? If 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 suddenly there's something happening in your room or even a hotel or even something somewhere else horror, you might just you just might you might just curse all the way, and then you just yeah, get yeah, yeah. away. I mean that's what you do, nope. right? That's that's what you do. No, I don't know. I just, no. Please piss off, piss off, piss off. I want to sleep. And you just sleep, bro. Just ignore their existence. Sleep. That's like the best way to deal with this problem. Yeah. Okay. Sure. okay. Also, there's one more thing. I have six cents. So, like, I hate going to cemeteries. I literally do not feel alone, even though I'm alone. 
<laughs> okay. So like, ah, uh, which brings me to another one. To- okay. This is like not exactly a horror story. Horror story. This is like a totally off-topic one. You know, like how Ching Ming we have like we we go pray our ancestors. Right, I could feel my grandfather's presence right in front of me. <laughs> oh wow, that's your sixth sense is very strong. Not gonna lie, it's very strong. <laughs> so then, like when the entire family was there, right, I could feel him happy, which was like quite awesome, lah. But then it's like, what in the hell? <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh my goodness. Not <laughs> to kickstart this like oh my goodness, this is like gonna be hilarious on the podcast. But um, <laughs> um pass it down pass it up to you, Eddie. Like, do you have like legit horror? It's it's not funnier than Sean. Like, legit horror. Uh <clears throat> just like Sean, I have been blessed with the uh abilities or the powers to I wouldn't say interact. It's more of uh, me being able to see the presence of these things. And my my powers are not that strong to the extent whereby I can see what they are. I can only see shadows, occasionally see what they are, and I can communicate with them sometimes. All right? Sometimes. So it's a blessing and a curse. Why would I always say this to people? Because like it's a blessing because this sixth sense that you possess, right? Especially like for me, because I do business as well, apart from working. It's a blessing when you deal with people, you can see through people right there and then because uh, how, how do I put this? Like it, that sixth sense, it, somehow the spirit powers that they give you helps you see through a lot of things. But yeah, the like downside to it right? is, yeah, yeah, correct, correct. It helps you actually see like what's, because it's like a spirit to spirit thing, like you know, the true, the truest you, nature. The nature of you would be amped inside your spirit. And if you're a believer in the spiritual world, yes, it's uh the truest you, the most evil or the worst of you would be amped in your spirit. And <clears throat> you know, when when you deal with people like that, you I can immediately tell if something is off. Like I can see it right there and then that something is off and uh, it's a blessing. It saves me a lot of trouble of having to go through this and that. But it's also a curse because I can see these things. They know I can see them. They come to me. bro, And I hate that because like as of right now, I'm working alone in an office and after 6 p.m. in this area, that's when things start coming up. Like they're all over the place. It's just that I don't see them until night comes. Usually they walk like in these hallways at night. And the other day, just the other day, this was very recent, just a couple of days back. I uh, I came back to take some stuff because I forgot to bring home my DJ mixer, right? So I came back to grab it. And uh, before I went, I, I came and then I suddenly felt like, oh, I need to go to the toilet. My stupid brain was telling me to go straight to the to the, to the office, get whatever you want and screw off somewhere. <laughs> My dumbass heart told me to go to the toilet and pee first because your health is <laughs> So I was like, okay, listen to my heart. All right, I'm going to go and pee first. Bad mistake. Bro, oh, I have a Oh my God, it's the other way around. My brain told me to go and pee. Sorry, then my heart tells me to go straight to the office. Sorry, it's the other way around. Makes so much more sense. All right. So my brain told me to go there. So I went with my brain. Right. I walked to the toilet. It was all pitch black because the guards turned off. I'm at level seven. So the guards turn off all the lights at night and like, you know, just with one or two emergency lights so people can see. 
and I was using my flashlight. The moment I walked near the toilet, this dark goes just switched off my my torchlight on my phone, right in front of me. And I was like, I, I was walking very. I, I was already very skeptical because like I know they're there. I know they're there. And in my heart, I was just saying to them, just screw off, piss off. I just want to pee, grab my stuff, and go. Just don't disturb me. This girl decides to come up to me at the darkest hour of the night and switch off the only flashlight I have in my hands on my phone in a pitch black surrounding. Bro, if you think I scream at phasmophobia, that right there. That right there. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Like, how, how loud you can you scream? I, I don't want to scream now. You guys are going to get your, your <laughs> yeah. cancer from this. But like, like it, it was like I was shocked at that moment. Like I couldn't even scream because it just happened like that. And for someone who can see things like that, I'm supposed to be calm. But I wasn't expecting that because that was a very <laughs> move. Like you come and switch off my torch. Like, usually they don't do that. They just sit around and look at you or, you know, they'll just like try to talk to you, but you can Hi. <laughs> Hi. Hi. What's up? What's up? I'm not going to do that. A little bit. I'm not going to do that. I cannot. I tell them to come to my house. That's it. They will leave. All right. Go on. But yeah. And right there and then, I freaked out. I started getting like goosebumps all over. The whole place, right? Mind you, the weather that night was damn hot. The only place that was cold was in that bloody toilet area. It was... Imagine you leaving your aircon running at 16 degrees Celsius for 24 hours in an enclosed room without anyone in it. That was how cold it became. Oh my gosh. I mean, it may sound like I'm making it up right now, but... Honestly, it's an experience that I wasn't expecting. And the worst part is my dad was with me at that time. And he was with he saw everything that has happened. So my dad, who is someone who is like, you know, usually calm and like if people fight in the streets, he'll just be like, uh. <laughs> This man stood still. What's suddenly off one? <laughs> oh my god. Gosh. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. That Yeah. But but for some weird reason it's always an institution based uh story. Like should should it be like high school or like you know universities yeah, yeah, yeah. or Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I had one experience on. in uh primary in the yeah. primary school, my training ground for uh, uh badminton that time. Similar similar thing to Eddie. It's quite similar. So like we were playing badminton, right? You you know what's a smash, right? How like then later the smash. <laughs> oh my god. So like the shattercock, instead of going straight down, it went like that and zipped into the bathroom. <laughs> it was like uh, what? <laughs> what? No. That is because like that that dude is like I didn't hit it that hard. How <laughs> I can picture just zoom. It's like, like what? <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, just in case if like 
anyone who is picturing, like anyone who is listening, who is picturing like an entire court and how did it 90 degree turn then? No, it wasn't. We were like training like right in front of the bathroom. So like the door was right behind me. Dude. We, were, we were training right in front of the bathroom because the cots were taken. So like we were training right in front of the bathroom. It's like, Yo. you know, the bathrooms beside the stage of like, you know, the hall, assembly hall and stuff. <laughs> if you live in Malaysia, you should know this kind of thing. So like, the ball just yeeted into the bathroom. I was like, ah, never mind. Since, since like, it's my side of the court, I'll go get it, right? And we were playing doubles that time. So I was the person who's like, oh, okay, I'll go get it. The minute I walked near the bathroom, I felt something wrong already. At that time, I didn't know I had six cents yet. I was like, standard two? Standard two, standard three? I see. So like, I didn't know I had six cents. I felt something was off. I walked into the bathroom. I felt a hand coming through my back. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my goodness! Like, you know, like the bony chili kind of like, you know, like the typical horror movie kind of shit, oh right? Oh my goodness. I'm getting it's goosebumps like, all the way. My goodness. <laughs> it's like, then later, right after, to make it worse, right? To make thing- it worse? Did you make this? No. Did you make up? No, it happened. I literally went to a temple and asked what the hell happened to me. <laughs> Alright, carry on, carry on. So like, the bloody hand, I felt like a very chilly hand do this to my back. It's like, then, right after that, I heard a voice. It said, come here. I, I was like, nope. <laughs> I hit away from the bathroom. It's like, holy shit. Can you imagine the experience as a kid? Oh my goodness, I'm still getting goosebumps. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm laughing at Eto's reaction, man. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's, that's so bad. That's so bad. Eddie, do you have more? Uh, I mean, as much as I see these things on a daily basis, none has touched me in that way yet. So you are very special, child. <laughs> you are very special. <laughs> <laughs> uh, none, none of them have touched me yet. It's so not I, in that way. <laughs> a hand doing this imagine like someone touching and then I was like did anyone call me or touch me just now then uh, when I wanted to ask the question right they were like literally like there and I'm here (laughs) so there is like no bloody possible way someone yeeted there and then yeeted back within a second of the time (laughs) oh Oh my goodness um. Yeah, Eddie. Uh, other than your office, right? Do you have un- other juicy stories you want to tell her? Uh, juicy stories. Uh, I've I've had my fair share of encounters, but uh, I think one of the worst would be <clears throat> my high school. Um. High okay, school so horror I, stories. I did That's my cool. uh, correct high school horror stories. I I did my high school education in Methodist Boys School, Kuala Lumpur. And for for those of you who do not know that high school, it's one of the, uh, I would say considerably one of the oldest few of uh, schools in Kuala Lumpur, in the same spot, some more. Uh, it's, it's uh, I think it's pre-war. It was made in nine, 1897, if I'm not mistaken. It's, oh. it's been there. And in, I, it, it has seen through like World War One and then World War Two, and then now. <clears throat> wow. To my knowledge, today, our school was a Japanese army camp during the World War II. Oh, no. And Japanese ghost stories are never good. They are never good. Because these ghosts... They... My, 
this is not just my story alone. A lot of people have seen different things, heard different things in that place. And being a Jap- Japanese army camp, um, of course, definitely, you know how cruel the Japanese were during the World War II, especially towards uh, other Asian people within the continent. So there were a few spots in my school that were like murder spots where they literally slaughter people or they bury people alive and all that. Get those eyes, though. Carry on. It's... Till today, I still get the chills whenever I walk past these spots. Alright, so, uh, I was, I think this happened to me in Form 4, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Form 3 or Form 4, like, um, for non-Malaysian listeners, it's, it's like year 9 or year 10? Yeah, form, for, for four us. Year form 4 is year 10. Year 10. Yeah, it was around year 9 or year 10 for us. And, um, still remember at that point we had this, uh, uh school camp. All right. So I was a facilitator and being in school at night, is like you walking into the netherworld in Minecraft. It's a complete different world altogether. And because it's daytime, you barely feel anything. Yes. There are a lot of elements in my school that are very old. I'll show you guys some pictures like uh, someday, like, you know, it's uh, there's some spots that has been there for like almost a century. They would not remove it for historical reasons. Small, small spots that hey, bring up the photo. Bring up a photo. Like, like I, uh, I, I don't have my school magazine with me because I uh, I want to show it to you guys. But someday, uh, for the next podcast or whatever, I'll, I'll make it up to you by showing the pictures. Uh, or you guys can search up uh Metatis Boys School Kuala Lumpur. You can see the dated pictures and how the school looks like back in the days. So there's this one time during camp where we usually scare the juniors by making them do this treasure hunt at night. See, all of us know it's a very risky activity to do, but come on, man. We've been scared by our seniors. We should do it to the young ones as well, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so mean. Oh my goodness. I, I mean, <laughs> okay, we had the committee and like knowing that at that point, I still didn't know that I possessed uh, such abilities to to see things of this sort. So at that point, I remember it was uh, this one treasure hunt that we we're playing on the third day of uh, uh, our camp. And it, we started around 11 p.m. 11 p.m. So before that, we as committee members have to go set up the clues and spots and also man stations on our own. So my station was at this, uh, if I'm not mistaken, my station was at this science lab area and that part of the uh land has not really been altered in a sense where the ancient i would say that the ancient uh building form is still there so when buildings are that ancient whatever stayed throughout the centuries would be there as well hence when i walked there my station i was alone and nobody goes to that area after 7 p.m so my dad thought it was fun lah, right to have a station there because if i can freak them out i would right <laughs> bad idea because i got freaked out <laughs> i reached there oh wait hold on this is karma at its finest bro <laughs> i reached there and then after that um it was so quiet it was literally so quiet i couldn't hear any like like it was pin drop silence if you want to know how quiet this is it's like <clears throat> Mind you, this is in the middle of the city center. So it's in the middle of the city. 
you can hear the LRTs outside. And, you know, you can hear the cars in Pataling Street. And, like, you know, you can hear people, like, because it's a very happening place. It's Pataling Street. People don't sleep at night. There, There's a lot of cars in that place as well. <clears throat> and surprisingly, it was pin drop silent. Like, it was as quiet as an examination hall. It was that quiet. And I felt something very off. Something very off. Because I started getting goosebumps for no reason. And I was I, I called my friend uh, at that point. I was like, "Oi, oi, oi, my area, my child, ta okay, oi, bro, <laughs> a bit quiet, yeah. You can, can can you guys come?" And my friend was like, "Okay, I'll come over." Okay, <clears throat> it was all good. I was waiting for them to come over. Out of nowhere, I heard this uh, shout. Then I thought it was my friends clowning because I heard this hurt, like a command shout. So I thought they were making the juniors march or something. All right. I thought, oh yeah, probably they're drilling the juniors or giving punishment or whatever. Lah, so, uh, not my problem. But then I thought about it and then I looked at the place and there was no one inside because all of them were quarantined in one room so the facilitators can put out the clues right, and go to their stations. And I was like, that's not possible. No one's going to punish anyone in the middle of the... Because it's like a one, it's one stretch of road and I was down here. There's like a going towards the basement area where our science labs are, mainly our physics labs. And then I was standing near the physics lab entrance, so I thought they were up there. But no, apparently, when my friend came over, I asked my friend, hey, just now y'all punished the juniors, is it? My friend was like, no. Then I looked at my friend like, huh? My friend's like, oh, okay, I'll go get other people to come here also. Right? I'll bring some lights and come over. And I'm like, okay. I was scared, but I cannot, I cannot, I cannot pussy out and tell me, oh, you don't leave me alone. Oh, yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, right? I, I got a man up for that. So I was like, okay, bro. Yeah, I, I just whispered to him, hey, um, try to come back faster la, whenever possible. My friend was like, you scared? Yeah, I, was, I was like, no, 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 no. Just a little quiet. Yeah, I need someone to talk to. I was pissed scared, bro. <laughs> I was this close to pissing my pants. And then after when my friend left, right, I think less than a minute, I heard the same noise again. Someone shouted, Hur! then I started hearing marching sounds. And I was like, no way on earth, no way on earth that is from any one of our juniors because they can't march for shit. <laughs> no, no way. That was a very well organized duk, 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 and they were marching right beside me. So I looked up, I saw nothing, bro. The street was just empty, but I could hear it crystal clear as day. They were marching and then this guy giving commands like in front. And I was like, I just looked at the place and then I spent my friend's phone. I was like, fighting, 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 Like, come over here faster. <laughs> my friend came over. I told him what happened. Then, uh, uh, after that, it, it was okay. Because all this happened in one night, you know. Uh, my friend came over and then I told him, oh, okay, yep. And he's like, I, uh, you think too much, lah. You watch too much movies, it is. And I'm like, oh, okay, lah. Maybe I was I was hallucinating because I didn't sleep for like three days, right? Could be my problem. All right. Yeah, I, I chilled for a while, chilled for a while, chilled for a while. And then deeper, deeper, I heard crying coming from the fields. The field area. Mind you, this is all in the open area. So I heard this crying. It's not really like a crying, crying. It's a wail. Like a mother with a dying child in her hands. That kind of scream cry. The so witch. The witch from Black for Dead 2. But this is like the sad kind of cry. So like, I was like, okay, maybe it's an echo coming from like around the area. I try not, I, I try to be positive. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was like, 
okay, whatever. Then after that, I freaked out. Then I started patrolling the areas and everything. I walked by the field. And my tuition teacher, who was from MBS as well, told us that he has heard the same thing many, many years before. So I heard it there then as well. In the middle of the field, all the way down in the ground. I don't know where is it. But the screams originated from the middle of the field. And there's this wailing cry like a mother who lost her child in the war. And then it clicked to me that someone was buried alive in that spot. The Japanese soldiers would have killed somebody's child, murdered it, planted it there, and the mother was just crying there. And after the mother was killed, the soul never left the field. So all these nights we've been playing like semi-naked football on the damn field. We were playing on top of somebody's corpse and I freaked out, bro. (laughs) My God. Oh my God. And that's not the end of the story because I was patrolling, right? So after I passed the area, uh, I went to the back of the school where the LRT entrance was because uh, we have like a link bridge to the LRT station. So like um, near the bridge, I walked over there and then I thought it was my other friend who was coming back from his station over over on the other side, right? So he was coming this way, I was coming this way. I thought it was my friend. So I flashed my torchlight up and all I saw was the shadow in the distance. So I thought it was my friend. And then I'm like, Oi, Gautimela. Then the thing didn't respond to me and I was like, okay, that's not my friend because I spoke in Mandarin. The, the, the thing didn't respond to me. So I spoke in English. I asked, hey, finish it here. The things just stood there and just stood like this and then just looked at me like that. I, I couldn't see its face. I couldn't see what, but I could make out the body and it was in a very bad state. So I thought like, oh, my friend's on earphones or something or he's deaf. But I was shocked because my friend would have responded to me, right? Because they all speak Mandarin or Cantonese besides English. Then I was surprised, like, you know, why is that thing standing right there? So I shouted back to that thing again. Oi, finish our... <laughs> that fellow didn't respond. He just stood there, like... And just looked at me like that. I couldn't see because it was dark, right? So I started feeling like goosebumps coming up. Like, all the little hairs on my arms just rising. And I was like, something is off. <laughs> something is off then I approached that thing my, my dumb <laughs> went and approached that thing somewhere. instead of turning back and going away <laughs> I went forward towards that thing yeah, I you, don't know what's going on in my brain somewhere. You, you know what does that look like you, you go, do you guys know the comedian the Malaysian comedian which the, uh, Iskandar, Iskandar. oh Harif Iskandar yes I do yeah, Harif oh, yeah, Iskandar yeah. Eh? <laughs> the opening the door <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> Instead of being, I took, 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 took towards that thing. So I walked up. My dad walked up to it and that thing was standing right there. So I was still thinking there could be a possible chance that that is my friend, but he's on his phone and he couldn't see me. And I was like debating the rationale behind it. I was like, you know, if I'm on the phone and if you're like this, right, you can see the glow from your screen, right? Or like, you know, if you're on a call, you can see something at the bottom of the screen. But then it didn't happen. There was no glow, nothing. The thing just stood right there. And as I neared it, I was like, something is very off. Then I felt the shadow just stood there, looked at me, and I heard something in my ear. Something like, in a language I do not know of, but I interpreted it this way from his tone. Save me. Oh my that was God. Me. Save me. I think it was Japanese. I don't speak Japanese. All right, I don't speak Japanese. I have Japanese friends, but I don't speak Japanese. And the moment he told me 
it was like a bro to bro conversation except I'm talking to a shadow and I can't see him oh my gosh and at that point I realized that is not a human nope that's not a human and after I heard that, I lost it. I ran, I, my ran towards him some more, but I <laughs> ran past him. The moment I neared him, he disappeared. Like he was just out of, like just poof, like that he went off. Mm. Then I ran some more. <laughs> I, I ran towards that side. Uh, and then, because uh, scouts, right? Scouts, they are very popular in my school for being like a, a club or society thing. And for us, it's bada and uniform, uh, uniform bodies. And they have like a specific small building dedicated to them. We call it the scouts then. So my friend Eric was coming through that side. And then I asked him, like, did you see you did, did you see what was there? You know, what was there? And my friend was like, huh? What? And mind you, both of us, because it was so hot at the time, both of us were like half naked. We were just wearing like these floral pants and no shirt on. So it's a, <laughs> it was a very weird conversation to have at night in the middle of the, you know, in all the darkness and everything. I asked you, did you see that? And my friend was like, see what? I said, this, this, this one figure there, he was saying over there. I started like rambling to him. Then my friend was like, he, he just did this to me. <laughs> Wait, you okay or not? <laughs> now I'm like, okay, maybe it's because I didn't sleep. Right, I told him maybe it's because I didn't sleep. I'm seeing things again. So, okay, it was all good. And then the treasure treasure hunt just went on and on and on through the night. And I didn't really encounter anything else except for an occasional couple of uh, goosebump feelings and a sixth sense that something is behind me, following me, but I don't know. It's like you, you get that feeling when something's behind you, right, Sean? I'm pretty sure you would have felt it somehow. Right. And it's like a, a, a tinkling sensation, this chill that you get when this thing is nearing you. So it's like phasmophobia. <laughs> Instead of the ghost coming up to you and just, <sighs> this thing just follows you. <laughs> and it's so scary. It's so scary. <laughs> so like, now uh, after the whole thing was over, I told my friend, hey, I want to go take a shit lah because it's been a long night. I, I've held my shit in until like 3 a.m. At that point, it was like 3.30, I think. So it's been like six hours since I last shed after dinner. <laughs> and like, I, I was like, okay, I really need to take a shit. So the funny thing about the bathrooms in MBS, right? Some of them, we have this metal doors because boys are hooligans. So we have metal doors instead of like a plastic door. <laughs> and like, uh, when these doors sometimes don't have that, that metal lock thing, you know, that, that thing to just, yeah, looks very wrong on, cam on camera, but it's like a, Tuck thing. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I mean, this is very family friendly. I don't mean anything else from that action. So a lot of the stalls had theirs taken off because these idiots like to bang on the doors just to see their friends pee or poop. Because again, boys. I mean, that, I, I do that, that only that. happens in boys' school. I swear that only happens in boys' school. Right. Bro, let me sidetrack this for a bit. Things that people think happen in boys' schools, right? This should be a podcast on its own. The things that people think that happen in boys' schools, oh, boy love, making out in the toilet, what else? Oh, bro, bro stuff, uh, gay stuff. You want to see what kind of <laughs> these boys are doing in the toilet? Huh? <laughs> You'll be taking <laughs> shit. I see water flying in from both sides of the toilet. <laughs> hey, come <laughs> And then I get my friends outside banging on the door like, oh, <laughs> 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 Bro, 
Boys hey, actually, that, that thing, right, except for the water part, right, the banging on the mm. door, hey, finish ready or not? Oi, quiet and how may oh, how may oh. This happens in co-ed schools also, man. Oh my god. Bro, but like, for us, right, because yeah, it's a, it's a boy's toilet, like, anyhow, it's a boy's toilet, right? It's, yeah, but going back to this, so like, you know, I'm so used to this environment and the reason why I brought it up is because it's relevant to the next story. So I went to the bathroom alone at three in the morning. I told my friends I wanted to go take and mind you, all this happened in the same night. It's not like a three or four separate nights on its own. It's one night in six hours. Three to four encounters in six hours. That was one of the worst experiences I've had. So like, I, after that, I, I went into the bathroom. I specifically chose that one stall that had the lock on it because I know my friends are not afraid of taking pictures of my, my pee-pee. When <laughs> they are... You should look at their phone galleries, man. The number of times they've busted in on the toilet to take a picture of my PP when I'm when I'm taking, <laughs> bro. Oh so I was like, okay, I'm damn insecure. I'm gonna lock the door. So I locked. The reason why I chose that stall is because both the stalls beside me had no no uh, locks or whatever. So I came in, and then after that, I heard this very slow footsteps, like just like you know when you wear slippers and you drag it on the floor. It's like the sh- 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 sound. So I thought it was like, okay, like my lazy friend coming into the bathroom, right? I didn't think too much. So I just shut. I took it. And then I heard the next, the door next to me just close, just like, pang. I thought, okay, nothing, nothing, nothing. Don't think about it. Then I asked the person next door, I thought it was my friend because he said he was coming, right? I'm like, oi, kauti Why mean, same question. Oi, kauti the person next door didn't reply. I was like, okay, this is getting creepy. Could be my juniors, could be anyone. Maybe the guards, right? Because they have guards at night. And he doesn't know I'm talking to him. So I was like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. And then I heard the door open a bit. Bam! It slammed again. And the last part was the door locked, bro. There was no lock on the door. Nothing. I heard the truck. <laughs> I heard the thing locked down on the door somehow. Oh my God, bro. Whatever. I had coming out there, it went back inside my system, like just, just went up like that. I freaking, I was pulling my pants out, like like trying to run out of the bathroom door, like in an emergency, like in a national emergency, while pulling my pants up and like you know, it was a shit show. Then my friends came in, and my friends were like, <laughs> And I'm like, I didn't know what happened. Then after that, I I told them what happened. And my friends say, oh yeah, just now when we were there, we heard the marching also. I was like, hey, you're, you're never questioned why there was marching. <laughs> like, did you guys literally think there's a pack of people marching in the middle of the night for no damn reason? Why did none of you ask? <laughs> I was so paranoid that day. We went back the next day. It was the closing ceremony, right? Went back the next day. I went back to bed. And that very night itself, I had the weirdest dream ever. And then I fell sick and got hospitalized for seven days, bro. Oh. Seven days. The doctors couldn't diagnose what happened to me. I had high fever for no reason. I was dehydrated. My fever was like the dengue kind of fever. But it wasn't dengue. All right. And there was this uh, internal uh, bleeding from inside. The I think it was in my intestines. I'm not sure. Doctor says it's from gastric, but like I don't think it was from gastric. Because what are the odds that it happened right there and then, right? Then, uh, yeah, I was hospitalized for a week after that. 
And then the doctors couldn't tell what was wrong. And after seven days, my uncle, who knows this kind of like uh, supernatural stuff, he came to the hospital to visit me. He held my, I think my hand or my wrist or something. And then he told me, oh, you're... Why? And then I asked him what's wrong. Then he, he said like, okay, I'm going to bring you to this temple that I go to. So we brought, we went to the temple and all. And then the Sifu asked me, it's always a temple with Chinese people. I don't know why. It's like the, the ultimate solution to everything. But like it was, yeah, the temple. Then like he asked uh, the guy and then the Sifu was like, uh, did you happen to, you know, run into anything or like, you know, did you happen to be in a dark spot or like a dirty, quote unquote, dirty area? And I was like, yeah, I had this blah, blah, blah. And I told him the whole story and he's like, oh, that explains why. You have a Japanese soul, like ghost in your body, re- residing in your body at that point. And I was like, yo, like, hey, don't lie to me, bro. Like, you just tell me I'm sick and I'm dying. La. I'd rather take that, man. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> what, what's with this Japanese guy living inside my body that's just gay, bro? <laughs> yeah. I asked him, then he did some prayers and bro, right there and then, as much as I don't really believe in this kind of stuff, right there and then my fever went away that night. Wow. Ever since that day, my, I don't know if it's possible for spirit powers to level up, <laughs> but if it is, ever since that day, I, I could see so much more things than that. And I, it, It's possible. It gets worse actually, <sighs> over time. Yes, exactly. It's getting worse over time. Oh my God. And, I would say that is one of the worst encounters I've had because like four encounters in one night, that's just... Oh my goodness. Wow. It's because like the, the thing you said, right, it will get... Certain people that get worse, certain people it just fades away throughout, uh, like over time. Oh my goodness. But it got worse for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow, what a session, my goodness. From a... From a comedy <laughs> session to a very real deal, like horror stories. But do you guys, since right. you guys encounter like a lot of this kind of problem, but do the listeners out there, how, if they have this kind of sense, like if lah, what's the prevention to that? Like how are they going to prevent it? Do you guys have any suggestion for the viewers or listeners who like trying to prevent this kind of stuff out of them? Uh, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? You were like, uh. Okay, Sean. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because for me, it's a 50 50. For those who do not really believe in spirits, uh, I would say you're good. Because if you don't believe in them, I'm pretty sure they won't believe in you enough to show up. <laughs> so it's like it's like an Asian parent thing, you know? <laughs> if they don't believe you, you also don't believe them. <laughs> I guess it works that way. Or uh but if you do believe in this kind of stuff, I would say if you have a good temple that you go to or this very good uh holy uh, spl- spots, holy place. Oh uh, yeah, holy places or this these things that you go to, it'll be great if you can get an amulet to protect you. Any sort of I mean there are specifics you have to ask them what amulet to get. Uh in in, in terms of this one. But I've had this from one place that I, I've been going ever since I was a baby. And yes, mind you that my parents are Buddhist. They practice the Buddhist culture and everything. And I carry the amulet with me solely because they want me to carry it with me. I've never saw the importance of it until recently when I've met a friend who's, who's been blessed with even stronger powers, like as strong as those sifus in these temples and everything. And she told me, because I showed her my amulet and she's like, oh, yeah, 
keep it because if you lose that shit, tomorrow onwards, your life is going to hell. And by hell, she means all the bad things that this thing has been preventing from happening to me would happen. So it's a it's a 50-50 debate. It's superstitious. It may be not. I don't know. But I carry it with me and I've been good all this well. Like, they haven't... I, I've been in... Okay, la, logically speaking, I have been in very risky situations in a sense where if I go to like a... Like just a couple of weeks back, I went to this... Uh, this bar or SOPs at that time because it was MCO right they're supposed to close by 10 and even then they are they, they are supposed to take last orders at uh, 10 uh, like 9 o'clock right so I went in at 9.30 wanted to take some takeaway food so I can bring back to my family and also to drink a beer because it's been a long day and that very day I asked my friend hey can we stay for this long and plus this is like an enclosed area you know when the cops show up because it, it, like, they would open past, like, this period of time. I don't want to mention what, because it's going to get them in trouble. They're going to open past this period of time. Isn't it risky? And then my friends were like, nothing now. They should have paid off the cops. Or, nah, don't worry. Speculations. <clears throat> the very next day, just as we were about to leave uh, our shop, we got a call from the owners or from the people that were there already that the cops raided the place. My sixth sense told me, like, you know, this, this, this amulet thing is somewhat like a guardian amulet and it helps you in many ways that you don't know. I don't, I don't want to be that one guy that says, oh, you know, this amulet is like the one thing that helps you with everything, gets you money, gets you langlorilla. No, nothing of that sort. It's just something that you keep with yourself. And uh, if it does help and gives you, gives you protection against like the supernatural, then you know, so be it. If it doesn't and you still encounter them, then you you are either Memang Chilaka or <laughs> you know <laughs> you have you have something in you or like a, a spiritual power in you that you yourself do not know of that they can see. That so yeah, that that's like from my side, because I don't know how to prevent this. It's happening to me every day. Oh my yeah. goodness. Um Sean, do you have any prevention? Yeah, this is also one of the things, uh, like what Eddie said, like the amulet thing. And then also like, oh, if you see the thing, don't don't be like Eddie and run towards it. Uh. <laughs> you look the other way, you zip that way. <laughs> oh my goodness. So what Sean trying to say is basically you, you, you try to prevent it by running away. You don't, Run towards no, the... I, I won't say run away. It's more of like, if you see the thing, pretend it's not there. Don't yeet yourself to it. And also like, this is coming from a friend who has a third eye. In Chinese, it's called mm. yin yang yan. Correct. So, he literally had this incident where a ghost arm reached through his chest <laughs> and he got possessed. Oh my goodness. Oh god. So like, there's one more thing that this came from him. This tip came from him. Don't look him. Don't look at it in the eye. You see the figure. It's, you don't look at uh, it in the eye. Correct, correct, correct. Especially if you have Yin Yang Yan, do not look it in the eye. And also, just to, sorry for whoever is listening. Right, this this stuff is everywhere. It's either good or bad. So like, do not like provoke it. Provoke it in any way. Like you know, like especially Chinese, we have the thing like we pray before we pee if we are in public, right? Like especially. 
like you know ping on the tree mm, and stuff right correct, please correct. do that don't say that it's some supernatural shit if it happens to you I'm uh, sorry lah uh, that's your problem really if you don't take precautions correct, correct. okay okay wow <laughs> this is such a opening uh, what, how, how should I eye opening eye opening eye opening it was a very eye opening uh, episode but um, yeah. oh my goodness thank you Eddie and Sean for sharing their real life experiences oh my goodness this is gonna be uh, a funny one or a very horror one um, but, <laughs> it's both <laughs> yeah I think it's, it's both, both. Uh, I think it's both but um, it's both. again thank you Eddie and Sean for coming to the show and really to share their um, experiences and if you guys are if you guys are interested to you know to follow them you may follow them on Instagram I'll put the links right down below and if you guys have thanks any- Matt welcome welcome no problem if you guys have any suggestion for the next season's episode um Please comment right down below. I will read them all. And yeah. And go follow us on Instagram at thecorner.podcast. We'll have more updates coming soon. And yeah. That's it for season one. We'll see you on season two. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.